Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Twenty twenty two is coming very soon, and we have Fabrizio Romano for a special episode for all of you Kegolaso family players uh, approaching free agency. How will the World Cup in Qatar affect the transfer market? Some clubs to watch when it comes to arrivals and departures, and under the radar transfers to keep an eye on. So much to look ahead to in twenty twenty two. Fabrizio Romano will be a very busy man. Kegolaso transfers. 2022 special begins right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kegolasso. Thank you so much for being part of the family and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is you're celebrating. We hope you're enjoying it. 2022 is going to be massive. And today for a very special episode, Fabrizio Romano joins the show to discuss so much about what to look ahead to. Fab, how are you, buddy? I'm great, thank you, my friend. Enjoying the holidays as always, and then ready to jump back with the transfer market because it's gonna be wild and crazy as always, and so ready to go. Do you really enjoy the holidays, Fab? Is your family no. like? Is your family like? Put the phone down, Fabrizio. No, 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 no. They know that it's impossible, so they are not even trying to tell me something like this. But I'm enjoying my time with my family. Sometimes I need it, you know, and so I'm super happy about it. But my phone is always it's part of my family. So he's sitting with us when we are eating something. So he's always with me. I was going to say, when you open a present, you're like this. You're like, hold up. <laughs> exactly. Well, everybody understands, and we appreciate you for all the great hard work. And uh, Bonne Natale, happy Christmas. I hope you have a fantastic end of year. But this is our look ahead to 2022, everybody. This is a transfer special with Fabrizio. We're going to get straight into it. Fab, we begin with the first discussion, which is about the free agency uh, in the world of football in 2022. There are so many names to discuss from Antonio Rudiger to Lorenzo Insigne, Dembele, Dybala, Kessi, Pogba, Mbappé, of course. So let's begin with those names. Let's begin with the biggest one there is, Kylian Mbappé. Um, and what can you Tell me, what do you expect? How can we bring this up? Because PSG and Real Madrid are also facing each other in the Champions League as well. This is a very interesting 2022. Yes, my expectation is going to be it's going to be a really big fight. A big fight because Real Madrid are working on it behind the scenes since last summer in public, but also in the last few months, my Real Madrid were still pushing and trying to find the right way to sign Kylian Mbappé as free agent. So for Real Madrid, the priority is to sign Kylian Mbappé. But at the same point, Paris Saint-Germain, as they say in public with Leonardo many, many times, as they are working in private with Paris Saint-Germain board, they are still trying to, to push Kylian Mbappé to change his mind. So till the last day they will be able to do it, they will try and try and try to have Kylian Mbappé with a new contract. It's not going to be easy because Real Madrid are really pushing and they know that the dream of the player is to join Real Madrid. But Paris Saint-Germain will fight for it. So I'm sure that 2022 will be Kylian Mbappé year. I don't know if for PSG or Real Madrid. My feeling is that Real Madrid are leading the race at the moment, but it's going to be a big fight for Kylian Mbappé. 
a big fight for Kylian Mbappé. I mentioned some other names there in the free agency world there, Fabrizio, Paul Pogba, Kessie, Dybala, any of those three names that you think interest you the most in terms of movements? Do you think all three? Do you think one out of three, two? What do you think? I see Paulo Dybala with a new contract at Juventus in 2026. So for Dybala, I see the situation very clear. And for Frank Kessie, I think it's going to be one of the most interesting situations because he's out of contract with AC Milan and he's asking for 8 million euro net per season and AC Milan are offering 6.5. And they were very clear with Chalanoglu and with Donnarumma last year, or you're accepting what we're offering, or you can leave the club. This was a similar position, and it's basically the same with Kessie. So it's about the player. If he's changing his mind, he will stay the similar. But if not, and he's going to continue with this kind of ideas for his salary, he has chances to leave. Premier League clubs, but also Paris Saint-Germain, many clubs are keeping an eye on Kessie. And so not for January, but for summer, I'm sure it could be an interesting name if a similar won't be able to, to change his position. And then you mentioned Paul Pogba. I think is going to be the biggest name, the biggest name when we talk about free agent disposition for midfielders, mm-hmm. because he has this proposal from Man United to extend the contract since last July. They offered him a new deal with an important salary, but he's still not answering. He's still not decided. And so the feeling, day by day, week by week, month by month, is that Paul Pogba is seriously considering to leave Man United as free agent again. And this is what is crazy, in my opinion, because he left the club as free agent when he was 18, and then they signed him again for 100 million euros, and now they're losing him as free agent again, and it's a serious possibility. So it was a very good point, in my opinion, from Ralph Fragnik to say, we are Man United, we are not forcing you to sign a new deal. If you want to stay, okay. If you don't want, we're going to continue. But at the same point, imagine not losing Paul Pogba as a free agent again in your history. It would be incredible. Many clubs are keeping tabs on him. Nothing has been decided yet. He's waiting to take his decision. And in my opinion, nothing is going to happen in January. We're going to wait for March, April, May to have the final answer of Paul Pogba. And who's his agent? Mino Raiola, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Why always him? Mario Balotelli would say. (laughs) (laughs) Why always him? Absolutely. All right. Well, those last three names I wanted to discuss very quickly. What about Usmane Dembele as well for Barcelona? Lorenzo Insigne, we're talking about maybe some MLS interest there as Napoli look as well to make some moves. And Rudiger, a fantastic year for him. Yes, for, for Barcelona, they are optimistic with, with Usman Dembele to extend the contract. Also, Matteo Alemani, the director of football Barcelona, said it. So the plan for Barca is to extend Barcelona, to, to extend Dembele contract, and this is the feeling around the club. Now they need to sign. They need to sign because they are optimistic since long time, but it's now time to sign this, this contract. Uh, talking about Lorenzo Insigne, Toronto made a very important proposal to the player, but he is still negotiating with Napoli. It's not an easy situation because Napoli are offering him 3.5 million net per season guaranteed and 1.5 million as part of the deal as adults. But he's having the salary right now for 5 million. So they're offering him less than what he's earning right now mm. with his salary. And this is why Insigne is not happy. So let's see if some change there will be in this negotiation or if Insigne will leave the club as free agent. We had rumors about Tottenham, but I'm told it is not true. They are not talking to sign Lorenzo, Lorenzo Insigne. And then at the end, Tony Rudiger. Super interesting situation. I think in a few days or in a few weeks we'll have the final answer on this one because Chelsea are still negotiating with Rudiger, but they have no financial agreement with him on the contract. He would love to stay at the club. He loves the club. He loves Tuchel. But it's still an open situation. And Real Madrid are pushing on this one. Paris Saint-Germain are interested too. Bayern are not paying the salary that Rudiger is asking. So it's Real Madrid and PSG pushing, but only in case the negotiation will be broken with Chelsea. And just to remind everybody, when we're talking about all these players... The moment January hits or sometime around then, 
these players and their representations are free to discuss things with other clubs. It doesn't mean that they're going to move to these clubs straight away or anything, but they have more freedom to chat to these clubs so it becomes easier, correct, Fabrizio? So it becomes yes. an easier avenue for them to chat. Yes, it, become, it becomes regular, as you mentioned. So they are now able to sign contracts. For example, David Alaba signed with Real Madrid last year. It was the end of January. And then the pre-contract was signed. Then when you sign a pre-contract, it doesn't mean that it's official because then you need to complete this contract in an official way in the coming months. So it's always free agents are always dangerous on a journalistic point of view because they can change their mind and also sign a pre-contract and then sign another pre-contract. It's something that many times happened. I still remember Adrian Rabiot before he joined Juventus. He had the pre-contract signed with Barcelona. So it's part of this story. But usually in 90% of the cases, they have a pre-contract and everything is is agreed. Wijnaldum is another one as well. Barcelona to PSG. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's move on, everybody, because it's not just about free transfers in 2022. There's a pretty big tournament happening, happening, I believe, Fabrizio Romano. That's the World Cup in Qatar, but it's not in the summer. It's in November, at least not in our summer. It's in November. Uh, if you're a, a U.S. watcher, a listener, around Thanksgiving is when the World Cup in Qatar will begin. And that, to me, uh, leads me to a big question here, Fabrizio. How will the World Cup, how will this tournament affect the transfer market? Because obviously the summer, you would think it was usually the conventional way for players to think, well, I've got the summer to think a little bit, June, to, before I do any decisions in terms of preseason. But now, A, there's a longer period between you know what clubs may think they want to do in terms of competition and B if you're a player that wants to move to another club you may want to do it sooner rather than later because you're away for an entire month in November how will the world cup affect the transfer market yes i think it will be very very important this point is very good because world cup is always always affecting the transfer market there are players that want to play and need to play to be part of the world cup uh, i can take i can tell you some examples of some players that i expect mm -hmm. in january to be under the radar because of the workup. For example, Arthur, Juventus midfielder, is not playing as a starter. He did with Bologna, but he had many problems with Allegri. Also, his agent said in public he was signing for Maurizio Sarri and he's playing in a completely different way uh, than Massimiliano Allegri. So this is why uh, Arthur is not happy with Juventus and he's looking for a solution in La Liga or in Premier League or in any top league because he wants to play and he needs to play for Brazil. Or Tite, the Brazilian coach, is not going to call him for the World Cup. So this is one of the cases. But also Ferran Torres with Barcelona targeting him. Uh, at Man City, it's not easy to play when you are a winger. You have Raheem Sterling, you have Jack Grealish, you have many different players in, in the same position, many attacking players. And so, you know, for, for the player, it's also something interesting to go maybe to Barcelona, to be back in Spain, because Luis Enrique is very clear. He loves Ferran Torres, but he's calling players when they're playing and when they're performing at top level. Yeah. It's not about the group, it's about who is doing great. And so this is another point with, with Ferran Torres. Or Donny van de Beek with Man United. Talented player, fantastic player, but he's not playing regular football since two years. And so he needs to play if he wants to be 100% sure to go to the World Cup. So this is why many players are looking at this kind of solution with a transfer market to make sure they will be part of the next World Cup. The World Cup is also a great place, just like uh, James Rodriguez back in the day, you know, a great place to show what you can do and then eventually something happens. So this would be interesting because, uh, you know, if you do really well at the World Cup, 
January transfer window comes in. So it should be an intriguing winter in yeah. 2023 as well. That would be an uh, intriguing one. This will be super, super interesting and super wild because, as you mentioned, the timing will be particular. We used to see the World Cup in June and in July, but we have this World Cup in December. And then in January, having the transfer market for four weeks, <laughs> I think it's going to be super interesting to see how the clubs will jump on this kind of opportunities. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, regardless of that, we we talked about under the radar uh, or, or undervalued players that really do amazing things at the World Cup. But how about under the radar transfers to keep an eye on? Of course, we started with Kylian Mbappé. Obviously, Erlen Haaland is going to be a massive name to discuss. Dusan Vlaovic, for example. But in your opinion, Fabrizio, who are the top undervalued gems looking for their next big move? I want to mention one player I really love, and this Florian Wirtz from Bayer Leverkusen. This boy is incredibly talented. Uh, he's fantastic, creative midfielder, scoring goals. He's an offensive player, but he's super professional. And, he, and he's 18. He's 18, and he's playing at top level with Bayer Leverkusen. So I don't know if 2022 will be the right moment to, to make this move, but when you are talented as he is, you will always have proposals. So I will keep an eye on this boy because maybe during the summer we will talk about him. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen have the plan to keep the player, so they still hope to keep him. Also because there is no release clause for 2022 valid into his contract. But I'm sure that many clubs will jump into it. They want him. And so Florian Wirtz is one of the gems that we should keep an eye on for the, for the coming weeks. I will keep an eye on another player. And remember his name is Kenneth Taylor from Ajax, midfielder. Very good player. He is now playing in the first team thanks to Eric Ten Hag. But I'm sure that this boy will have opportunities in top leagues because he's very interesting. And so many clubs are following him. Kenneth Taylor could be the next big thing coming from Ajax to top clubs. And I think Ajax in particular, how many players they are, have Anthony. Anthony is another one who will have opportunities in, in, in super clubs. So Ajax will be one of the clubs to keep an eye on. And I want to end with a South American name. So you will be happy with me and it's Julian Alvarez <sighs> because this guy is incredible with River Plate. He had a fantastic season. He has a release close around 20, 23 million euro and I'm sure that this name will be in the rumors very soon for many, many clubs. We had something with Barcelona but it's not something advanced and I'm sure that 2022 will be his year in transfer market to, the, to, the, to do the big move. Yeah, Fab. Julian Alvarez gets me really angry because Aston Villa were kind of talking about him I in the remember. summer. Nobody knew about him and everybody I who remember. knows about Julian Alvarez is like, 20 million? That is a bargain. This kid is so good. And now forget about it because it's Barcelona, Real Madrid, all these teams that maybe make them. But that's a great addition for Julian Alvarez. And now that Marcelo Gallardo is staying for another yes. uh, year, that will prove uh, consequential for him as well. Yes, will be super important because now they are pushing him to extend his contract, not changing the clause, because of course the clause is positive for the player to pick his next club, mm. but extending the contract would mean to protect River Plate in this kind of situation. Having Marcelo Gallardo staying at the club means that they have chances to stay competitive, to win and win again and again, as they're doing with Gallardo as a manager. And so they're trying to convince the player and to change his mind and to force him to stay. Let's see if we will be able to, to do it, or maybe to sell the player and keep him on loan maybe for six months. This is something that for example, I still remember Racing de Avellaneda did when they sold Lautaro Martinez to Inter. So, you know, they have different solutions, but I'm sure that Julian Alvarez will be one of the names in 2022. Absolutely. And by the way, you mentioned Leverkusen, Ajax. I mean, two teams that prioritize so much on youth and academy. It's no surprise that those are the players to watch. And that 
is it. That was our super special of 2022. Before we say goodbye, Fabrizio, do you have one prediction for 2022? One thing that you think, you know what? This could just happen. Is there anything out there that we haven't discussed that we should be thinking about for 2022? One prediction, your crystal ball, Fabrizio Romano. Ah, this is a difficult question. Huh? This, is a, <laughs> this is a very difficult question. I have a keep an eye. I want to say two general things that I think is to keep an eye on. Chelsea mm. contracts, because they yep. have many players out of contract in 2023. Uh, and so keep an eye on Chelsea contracts because they need to make the important decisions. So 2022, they have Christensen, Rudiger, okay. But then they need to clarify some players for 2023, like Jorginho and many others. So keep an eye on Chelsea contracts. And then I want to say that I'm sure that the summer will be something incredible for strikers. 2022 will be the strikers' transfer market. Because imagine, uh, Paris Saint-Germain, if they're going to lose Mbappé, they will go for a top striker. Bayern, they need to clarify what happens with Lewandowski. Juventus, they need a top striker. Inter, they're already looking for a striker. Borussia Dortmund, they're working for Adeyemi. Barcelona, they will need a striker. because they will. Let's see what happens with Cavani, but they will need a new striker in the summer. Real Madrid, what happens with Erling Goland? And what happens with Kylian Mbappé? We have to see what they will decide to do. But then in England, Man United will need to make a decision. Man City need a striker since one year. If Harry Kane leaves Tottenham, they will go for a striker. Vlaovic will go elsewhere. Will be in, Arsenal will go for a new number nine, as we said, okay, Golazo a few weeks ago. So... It's going to be a crazy, crazy summer for strikers, a crazy domino. So we had the crazy 2021, but I'm sure that summer 2022, for strikers in particular, will be something mad. 2022, the summer of strikers. You heard it here first. Fabrizio Romano, thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful end to 2021. Bon Natale, Feliz Navidad. I hope you have a fantastic, fantastic end of year. And thank you so much for being part of our fam. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. I want to wish you, our listeners and all the people of Kegolazo, a fantastic holidays. Enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy your end of year. And see you soon, as always, here on Kegolazo, because Transfer Market is coming and we will be ready. Well said, my friend. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Have a fantastic end of 2021. We're on Kegolazo Pod on uh, Twitter. We're also on YouTube.com forward slash Kegolazo, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Have a great great holiday season and we will see you in 2022. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.